guys? Welcome back to the Liberty Pole. I'm your host, Cole Williams, uh, here with my two co-hosts this week, Rock Stevens and Blake Batchelor. What's up, fellas? How's it going? Hey. Uh, it's going all right, man. Um, I just went on a 30-minute uh, run in the, uh, in the gym. And, you know, when you're running, you kind of want to be mindless a little bit because it hurts so badly when you're running that far. And, you know, thankfully, the, the gym management turned on Fox News, so... I was able to get into a mindless thing. <laughs> so, so it's been good. I got done with that and, you know, ready, ready to talk about some uh, Delta variant and COVID-19. Oh, that was exciting. Yeah. Yep. Well, I don't know if you guys have been seeing this, but there's been a real push lately to, uh, or, you know, in the last week or so, to, to villainize, maybe is the correct word, people who have not received the vaccine yet. Blake, uh, have you noticed that trend in the news? And I, I try not. I try to yeah. avoid, you know, corporate news. But I read to some extent some of the articles from some journalists that I semi-trust in the zeitgeist. And, and, and that's kind of been the prevailing topic of every journalist site that I've seen so far this week is, is the Biden administration and, and the left and the Democratic Party in general really uh, going after unvaccinated people, which is kind of what we had talked about in this podcast and what a lot of people expected when we saw another spike, whether it was a variant or whether it was the disease, you were going to see a real caste system being made between vaccinated and unvaccinated people. Have you, uh, mm-hmm. Blake, you, I'm sure you've noticed that trend. You and I have talked offline about it yeah. a little bit. Yeah, the media and the politicians are they're to the point where they're getting openly hostile and mocking and deriding people that haven't gotten vaccinated. Yeah, it's you know, a... They, they, they started with the whole campaign trying to just coax people nicely, try to bribe them or whatever to get the, the shot. But now it's to the point where they see people that haven't got it probably aren't going to get it. So they're going to try to ostracize them rather than try to sweet talk them. Yeah, so much for a Biden's unity campaign, huh? Right. We're going to get back to normal. Uh, I'm sure, I'm sure, Rock, you've noticed the same trends. I mean, you know, yeah. it's, it's yeah. just it's, it's prevailing. And, and in my opinion, it looks really and we're going to get into this. This is this is. This is our, our medical freedom podcast because this this is getting to be a very very important matter and a very important topic in our in our in our society where where you have government and governors you know local local officials either a pushing their pushing their employees to get to get vaccines via a vaccine mandate or or you know making their employees regularly test every day for the vac, I mean, for the coronavirus and wear a mask everywhere they go if they haven't had it, effectively creating a caste system at, at work and ostracizing people like what Blake said. And then you have private businesses who are accepting government money and government subsidies, and then when these governments turn around and tell them to do something, these, these companies, as we've seen all year and we've seen this throughout our lifetimes, will line up and they'll, they'll, obey, they'll obey Uncle Sam because they get these subsidies and these government contracts from Uncle Sam, and there's no reason why they wouldn't. Uh, Rock, do you have anything to say about it? Uh, I didn't really give you a chance to, to talk about the uh, the medical tyranny from the Biden administration or what it seems to be. Yeah, right now it seems like there's a lot of people who have basically drawn the line in the sand that they're going to say every single COVID uh, positive that happens now is because there's somebody who isn't vaccinated. And, yeah. if, and if somebody who did get vaccinated pops a positive, it's not because of the COVID. It's because somebody who 
apparently didn't get vaccinated spread the virus to somebody who was vaccinated which I, I don't really get that reason and obviously if you're vaccinated and you get a positive then something's not uh, going right there so so just to kind of to, to preface what I'm about to say the CDC now recommends that this is what CDC is coming out and saying this week they recommend wearing masks indoors and and at schools and in large crowds again and they recommend businesses you know go into a shorter capacity or a smaller capacity at, at their places of business and and this is for unvaccinated and vaccinated people so so you see that people who lined up getting ready to, to get this vaccine after a year of draconian measures to that that completely changed the landscape of American society and, and these people were were ready to jump back in and get their lives back so they lined up and they took the vaccine because I mean, I'm not, I'm not like an anti-vax guy. I don't think it's going to kill you as soon as you take it. But I'm saying there there's some worries, obviously. I mean, I, I don't trust the FDA as far as I can throw them. And, and, and people lined up to get the vaccine under the premise that they'd get their lives back and they'd be back to normal and they'd be able to do all these things they did pre-COVID. And then now we have Biden who so, – so the CDC recommends that everybody goes back to wearing masks and businesses – uh, lower their capacity due to the Delta variant. And then Biden yesterday said, the, uh, quote, the more we learn about the Delta variant, the more we have to be worried and concerned. And there's only one thing we know for sure. If those 100 million people got the vaccine, we'd be in a very different world. <laughs> and I'm not sure. I, I just can't. I can't. I can't. I can't logically have those two things in, 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 in the same place for me. It, it, and, 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 and we're gonna and we're gonna say that we have to go back to to pre-vaccine measures of stopping COVID-19 because of the variant. We've seen the vaccine has as, or I'm sorry, the CDC has come out and said that the vaccine is largely ineffective in, in treating or, or in stopping the COVID-19 Delta variant because the obviously it it's a variety of uh, disease compared to the uh, original SARS-CoV-2. And the whole point of a vaccine is to, is to build up a certain set of uh, proteins and antibodies to stop the vac- to stop the disease from you know taking control of your body. So now we see that they they've come out and said that the Delta variant is just as transmissible to vaccinated as is unvaccinated folks. And Biden's blaming this new spike in the Delta variant on unvaccinated people. So we get back to what Blake said. It's just it's an obvious attempt to create like a quasi caste system in America and, and to create these societal ostracizations of, of basically Biden's political enemies is what it comes down to. Blake, uh, would you agree with that assessment? Maybe I didn't, you know, I didn't, might not have put it correctly, but, but you just see, it's like, it's like doublespeak as Orwell said, where Biden's blaming unvaccinated people for this Delta variant spike. Yet the CDC says we have to go back to pre pan. I mean, pre, vaccine measures because the the delta variant is just as transmissible to uh vaccinated people as it is unvaccinated people yeah you're completely right i mean they're contradicting themselves all the time jumping back and forth uh their messaging has been terrible on it from the trump administration through now through the biden administration and even talking about the, the spikes that we're having now to the delta variant they're nowhere close to what we were seeing last winter or even the beginning of this summer so it really uh, it's exposing their whole their goal to try to get to zero COVID as they call it. Meaning, if there's any type of COVID cases spreading around, they're gonna 
uh, reinstate these draconian measures, mass mandates, keep pushing vaccines, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's really, they're almost getting honest at this point. Yeah. Um, so I agree with you that, um, I agree with you that uh, the the spike in the Delta variant or whatever they're calling it at this point, I'm not sure. It's just like doublespeak. Uh, it's not nearly as high as it was last July yeah. with COVID, which, I mean, somebody could have probably easily guessed. And it wasn't nearly as high as it was in January or February in America either. I mean, as a matter of fact, it was, uh, I think, I believe half of, half of the spike in America on hospitalizations and less than half on deaths as it was in January and February when they were rolling out this vaccine and, and not even close to half as it was uh, of the people who were hospitalized and dying in July of 2020. And, and so to act like the spike is such an alarming, an alarming d- deal that we have yeah. to reshut down society. We're already seeing massive inflation. I mean, even the, at this point, the Biden administration and his corporate cronies at the, uh, at the AP and at the at CBS and NBC and, and CNN and MSNBC are admitting that there's massive inflation in this country. And I'm not blaming it all on Biden. I, I, we've gone through this in this podcast before, but, but we, 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 we're on the on, like we're stepping into a realm of massive inflation that people are our age and in our lifetime hasn't necessarily experienced, especially since the crash in 08. And, and now because of, Half of half of what we were experiencing in January and February of a spike in hospitalizations and deaths, we are now half of the country is advocating going back to lockdowns, mask mandates, and uh, shutting schools down again. Uh, it's I, I believe that it's just we're we're getting into dangerous territory. Not not just medically and not just economically, but I just think mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, I'm not sure people can take this any longer. And I, I, I don't know what's going to be the response if we do go into another lockdown, but it's very likely not going to be good. I wish the right would actually stand up and fight for something that they talk about all the time, but they're they're obviously not going to. They're going to lay down and get in line like the rest, like every other time they've they've laid down and gotten in line when the progressives tell them to do something. Uh, Rock, what do you what do you think about the the double speak coming out of the Biden administration about the vaccine and the people who don't get the vaccine are causing the problems yet. The transmission rates are virtually equal between vaccinated and unvaccinated people with the Delta variant. Yeah, I think it's just very concerning. I mean, it kind of goes back all the way back to the uh, 15 days to slow the spread. And it, it, at this point, it just feels like it's a never ending cycle. And then once people feel that way, they're going to start to lose hope. And then, I mean, it's inevitable you're going to start to see suicides go up. And, um, I think that's something that hasn't really been thought about. I mean, it's it's important to take things like the Delta variant with some certainty of uh, seriousness just to see what it is, but not to the fact of uh, shutting down all of the U.S. Well, we've um, already seen a ridiculous spike in suicides and drug overdoses in America. So yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah. I, you're... A second wave would absolutely, I think, I think that would be almost worse than uh, the first time around. Yeah, just because of the, how everybody's already built up. I agree. I, I do. I, I just don't think that. I don't think that we can sustain another summer of this. People are ready to watch freaking football again, man. Like I'm ready to watch football in a stadium again. Like you can't keep humans in houses wearing cloths over their face for the rest of our lives. I, like Blake said, are we going to get the zero COVID? That's virtually impossible. 
the, this this moving the goalposts. We've literally now moved the goalposts for a year and a half uh, yeah. for a disease that kills less than one percent of the people it infects, and 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 then for the for the anti-vax people who have been touting these these numbers of people dying from the vaccine, people have died from the vaccine. The percentage is relatively low. I think I've actually jotted it down. Yeah. So so the CDC reports that six thousand three hundred and forty people died after getting the vaccine, the coronavirus vaccine, out of 342 million doses. And they equated the percentage of deaths to 0.0019%. But if you use half of your brain, you realize that the vaccine is two doses per one person, you know, theoretically. So you divide 342 million in half, you say 171 million, and now you're looking at 0.0037%, which you know notably is not a large percentage of people dying from the vaccine, admittedly, but uh, a much larger amount are getting sick and having side effects that make them have to visit hospitals or, or we're going to see long-term effects from the vaccine. And I'm not even here to say that the vaccine's dangerous to you and you shouldn't get it. If you want the vaccine, do the research, and I'd be happy to support you getting the vaccine. I'm saying that there's legitimate concerns. And if we're going to shut down the country based on a virus that's killing less than 1%, like just such a minuscule number of people were being killed per person infected in, in America. And that's the people who tested positive for COVID, not the people who were asymptomatic and never went in for a test. And we shut down the, the entire country, ruined our economy, ruined people's lives. The suicide rate jumped. The overdoses jumped in this country. Uh, we're experiencing massive inflation over that minuscule of a number. And then they, 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 they say people who are talking about the vaccine deaths after people get the vaccine, uh, they, they, they call them crazy or conspiracy theorists or, you know, my favorite, domestic terrorists because, <laughs> <laughs> because they, uh, they are touting such low percentage points of numbers. And yet these same people locked down a country for a year over just minuscule amounts of, of deaths per person getting uh, COVID-19. Blake, uh, what are your, th what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, we got the, the social, social issues you described. We got a little bit of a reprieve from them in January with the vaccines. Lockdown started being lifted because that was supposed to be it. It was supposed to be, we got the vaccine, whoever wanted it could get it and it was going to be over. COVID was done. Well, that was the premise okay. in which people lined up to get it. Right. Yeah, right. People thought they were going back to normal. Yeah. <laughs> which means if they shut us down again with no end in sight, because we've already got the vaccines, anybody that's wanted it at this point can get it. Uh, people aren't going to be as happy, aren't going to take it as well. And like you said, I'm not, I'm not anti-vax. I think it's probably a good idea for people, uh, elderly people to get the vaccine, people with, you know, respiratory issues. But at the same time, the point is it should be a personal choice. Um, it's all a, a risk reward calculation. There's risk with getting COVID-19 and there's risk with getting the vaccine and anybody that tells you differently about either one of those things is lying to you. Of course. Um, yeah. Well, Q, Q said on 4chan last night that COVID's not real. So we're oh. going to take that into consideration. Oh. <laughs> but okay. I'm sure I, Trump I, will reveal the documents when the military yeah, reinstalls course. them. Yeah, of course. 25,000 years from now. They're cracking. Um, I, I just, I'm, I'm so sick, man. I'm so sick of these tyrants who... Who, and here's the thing I love about the whole argument is as soon as the left finds a way to use a libertarian argument or a libertarian principle oh, yeah. in their ideology, oh, buddy, they're Murray Rothbard reincarnated. 
oh, oh, Walmart can make you do anything. We're going to have concentration camps set up in Arkansas at Walmart's headquarters because private businesses can do whatever they want. Private prisons, bro. Yeah, even though Walmart's taking huge government subsidies. But God forbid a, uh, a religious person not make a cake for two – be careful. Two gay people getting married. <laughs> I, not, I honestly got I, – I wish gay yeah. people happiness and whatever. I was just – you know, I was make sure I didn't say anything that would might would be inflammatory. But yeah, yeah, God forbid that a business not not cook a cake for two gay people, or or a church not marry two gay people, or you know, uh, parents not want a tranny teaching their kids at the freaking library. But you know, they're like I said, they're Murray Rothbard or Ludwig von Mises when it comes to medical tyranny from Walmart and freaking Facebook and and uh, Chase Bank. And, and, and all these companies obviously are getting government subsidies. They got government contracts. They're getting government favors. And they're the biggest lobbies in Washington. They're pushing small competitors out. And then, and, and, and not to mention, over the last year, they've killed small businesses. So now all these big corporations who the government's ponied up to and given all these contracts and they're all in bed with these big corporations, now they're all lining up to make everybody who the jobs left are for these big corporations and companies and and uh, board of directors, and now all these board of directors and, and, and the CEOs are lining up and, and, and they're making their employees and their customers get the vac- the vaccines. And that's just how it works, man. You know, like I said, I, I just love when the left becomes Murray Rothbard. <laughs> it's, it's just my, it's my, it's my favorite time, and it happens quite often, to be honest with you. It happens with the right, too, when, you know, a Democrat gets elected the president. They're, they are, uh, they're Ayn Rand for, uh, for the next four years, but uh, yeah. Blake, I'm sure you got a little bit to say on 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 the left's ability to use libertarian ideology and, and push it down our throats that way. Yeah, I think you pretty much covered it. I mean, private business when they want to take direct government orders to mandate vaccines, but they're not a private business when the business is just trying to make money during a pandemic and the governor's told them no. Um, yeah, 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 bro. What certainly, is a, certainly a double standard. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, honestly, like, let's it's like it's like what Malice and, and Smith, Dave Smith and Michael Malice, what they talk about so often is, is you got to attack the right from the right and you, you attack the left from the left. And I think we on this podcast do a fairly good job of that. And some other podcasts and shows do a fairly good job of that. But in general, the right and the left just butt heads over the stupidest issue that that basically the allowable opinion from from our masters that have put these issues into the zeitgeist for us to you know hotly debate about and keep us button heads over the stupidest things while they absolutely screw us over in every other facet of our lives that's way more important and I, i'm just i mean, i'm sick of the medical tyranny i'm sick of these hospitals who are taking massive government subsidies making their employees get the vaccine you got pregnant women. You got people who are legitimately fearful of taking this vaccine, who are about to lose their job, something they've trained for for three to four years, something they've worked for all their lives. They've worked their way up in these hospitals. They basically slaved night shifts and weekend shifts, and now now they're now they're being told that if you don't take this emergency approved vaccine from the FDA, which, by the way, I could care less what the FDA says anyway, because I do not trust them, but a lot of people do. This emergency approved vaccine from the FDA. You will be fired. Your career will be done. And all these people know are the healthcare industry. And this is being pushed to all the doctors and all and 
I'm sorry, all the hospitals around the nation, so there's going to be nowhere to go. So have fun getting a job at the frickin' Dollar General Heroes. Literally, we, we, were, we were celebrating, you know, the, the frontline warriors, giving them discounts at, at the Orbeez and the Outback, and now we're going to ruin their careers because they don't want a vaccine that's uh, experimental. Yeah, I just, I man, I love it. I, I really do. It, it honestly is, it gets a little personal for me, and it gets me, it gets me a, a little heated talking about this subject. But, but these people will, they, they will ruin lives over a few board of directors' bottom line at these big pharma companies. And the reason why they do it is because big pharma is one of, if not the largest, lobbyists in Washington D.C. There's no, that's the conspiracy, folks. They're not trying to kill you with the vaccine. The conspiracy is, is they get they administer booster shots every year now for COVID-19. And these big pharma companies are literally going to double or triple their profit per year. And guess what? They're the biggest lobbyists in Washington, D.C. That's the conspiracy QAnon. I mean, I, I, I really, it's right in front of your eyes, and it's evil. We're ruining people's lives over a few board of directors and a few CEOs, bottom line. Yeah. It's, it's not as complicated as people try to make it seem because... Like I said, I don't care what the FDA says, but it's not in Pfizer or Moderna's best interest to have their products turning people into zombies. No, of course but not. It is in their best interest to. Yeah, it is in their best interest to keep making money. Yeah, of course it because is. Because they, they yeah. corner the market <laughs> through profitable. government regulation. Well, well, I mean, uh, like I said, they're the biggest lobbyists in Washington, D.C. Virtually everywhere you're required to get the flu shot to be a part of the freaking goldfish club at a school. And, yeah. you know. They, they, they're administering these shots, obviously, and they're going to double or triple their profit per year. I mean, that's that's all it comes down to. And then there's going to yeah. be larger government uh, programs to deal with these larger administrations of shots, or, or hospitals are going to have to give more shots, basically. And we know hospitals are subsidized, so so the government wins too, and they get to have more bureaucrats and and uh, plunder more tax money from from taxpayers. Uh, I just. I'm kind of, you know, we're kind of all over the place in this podcast, but I think we're getting at some important topics. Like, like I just want to hit home. That's the conspiracy. The conspiracy is these rich people are screwing you over. And I'm, and I'm, and, you know, I'm adding the left right now. The people who were storming the streets and uh, Occupy Wall Street are now lining up to be Big Pharma's little soy boy. You know, I, I don't. I got some other words right now, but I'm not <laughs> going to keep it clean. But they're they're lining up. You know. They're lining up, they're rolling up their sleeves, they're taking the jab for Big Pharma. These same people who were, who were wanting to take all the, the bank execs after the crash to the guillotine at Occupy Wall Street. And I, you know, like a, these people have no principles. They flip-flop, they're logically inconsistent. And I'm talking about the left and the right here. And it's very hard to, it's very hard to reason with people like that, especially people who, who would... Like, you know, maybe I'm unreasonable or maybe Blake's unreasonable, but we're not trying to throw you in a cage. We're not trying to ruin your life. We're not trying to rule your life. We're not trying to tell you or your kids or your family how to live. These people are, and they're unreasonable. They will not be reasoned with. They're logically inconsistent. They're openly logically inconsistent. They could care less. They'll just call you a racist or a snowflake if you point out that they are logically inconsistent. So, Rock, uh, maybe you got something, because I'm really, man, I this this – topics getting me fired up because I, I'm seeing firsthand people's lives being ruined right now because they are legitimate, like educated people who have done their research and might have differing reasons why they do not want the vaccine lives are being ruined and they're going to have to go work at Dollar General or Kohl's because 
they're going to kick you out of the medical field for not getting the vaccine. And I'm sure those businesses are going to line right back up and tell everybody to get the vaccine as well. It's it's basically a a private means to to a government's public ends for what the Democratic Party yeah. wants. And I am going to blame the Democratic yeah. Party here because it's largely the left that's pushing this. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's definitely the government metaphorically putting uh, workers' hands behind their back and making them yell uncle and I mean, if they want to keep their job. And, I mean, that's it's extremely sad for even some people that have been in the workforce for many years at a time now, and they're solidified. They have a pretty good uh, pretty good job making a good career for they're themselves. Pretty good cogs. And, uh, yeah. Their government and now, now they're going to get well. sent down the road with uh, probably no – no package whatsoever of severance, or maybe a and little severance package. Maybe not. Uh, maybe maybe they get a free vaccine voucher. Voucher. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what yeah. they get. Or the, they get and a uh, Ben and Jerry's gift card for all their trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably used already. Sure. But I mean, yeah, I mean that's just it's it's going to go through everywhere, every single per- place in the government. It's bound to happen, and um, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's going to stop, no matter who gets into the white house or what I think sooner or later, it's all going to be um, just like you said, another flu shot. I mean, they're just going to push it and push it and push it until it becomes um, what everybody assumes is normal. Yeah. Um, just like one of those uh, middle school shots that everybody has to have on their shot record to uh, pass a go into middle school. I mean, yeah. it's just one of those things that's going to be normal. That's precisely what I was talking about is, is it, it is, this is going to taper down to normalcy. And, and like I said, mm-hmm. people are going to miss the conspiracy because they're chasing QAnon yep. and, and right. Tom Hanks and Gitmo, you know, that, that what really happened this year is some rich guys got much richer and poor yep. people and blue collar people had their yeah, freaking lives poor. ruined. That's the conspiracy fellas. Yep. Everybody on 4chan, I just cracked it for you. There you go. We're getting yep. screwed Each and you're worrying about the wrong stuff. You're trying yeah, to each argue. vaccine is an extra dollar in their pocket. Every single yeah. one that goes out widens the dollar. Yep. And, and, and you know, I'm sorry, Blake, what were you going to say? I was just saying, talking about things like the vaccine's going to kill you, it's got a tracker in it, it makes you magnetic, or stupid stuff like that isn't helping the case. Yeah, you sound ridiculous. That's just giving, yeah, it's just giving them something to dismiss you with. I saw, a, as a matter of fact, now, now that I think about it, I saw the headline on Fox News tonight, as always miserably running four miles on the treadmill <laughs> and it said uh it had a picture of fauci uh newsom cuomo kamala and biden and it said they think you're stupid in quotation marks i said eh. <laughs> i've met a lot of fox news watchers and uh they're they're pretty spot on with that headline yeah. fox news news flash to the fox news watchers and the people who hang on every word of sean hannity and judge janine and tucker carlson <laughs> Fox News thinks you're stupid, too. I, that's another conspiracy I'm going to crack for you. These people could care less about you. They would have contempt. You would never find Sean Hannity in a Walmart. These people have contempt for you and everything you stand for as well. And they are playing you like a fiddle. They're spewing this crap and this hate that is obviously one-sided, it's obviously inaccurate, or it's obviously half-true, or a straw man argument, like, Dan Bajanino or whatever that retard's name is. He, 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 he literally makes a living three hours a day pushing straw man arguments and getting boomer neocons fired up. And it's like, yeah, Fox News thinks you're stupid too. I, I just, I, I, man, I, 
I'm, I'm telling you, like, and people like us, we're just getting pushed between a rock and a hard place. Like what Blake said, you've got the majority of people who are anti-vaccines talking about a microchip getting put in your arm and, and you know, they're intentionally Bill Gates trying. is tracking you, yeah. Yeah, yeah Bill yeah. Gates is tracking you. Like he has M. Global depopulation. Wife. And, and, you know, you just, you're hurting the cause. You're hurting people like Blake Rock and I's cause because, I mean, I'm sure, as a matter of fact, I know you two have not gotten the vaccine. I'm not completely against getting it. I think that me as a healthy person probably not too worried about COVID. But if, I mean, if it came to the carrot and the stick and the stick was too big, you know, I might would get the vaccine. But, I, you know, I you're hurting the cause for people like us or, or healthcare professionals who, who know what they're talking about, have done their research and are still hesitant or might be pregnant or might have comorbid, comorbidities that might be affected by the vaccine. You're hurting them because obviously what the left does and what the corporate left, leftist media does so so brilliantly is they threw all the right-wing people in a group or they threw all libertarians in a group and, 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 and they basically lower our arguments down to, to – the least common denominator and the least common denominator is the, is the, the fellow on Facebook talking about microchips getting put in your arm because Bill Gates wants to track you. It's like, don't worry, buddy. Bill Gates doesn't want to track you to the, uh, the K and W down the road. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just, I, I, I don't have, yes. I'm trying not to get, man, I really am trying not to get fired up. I'm trying to like talk in an educational intellectual way, but it, it's tough, man. Because we've seen it for a year and a half, these people just cramming draconian measures down your throat, and then now, you know, now when when they get the chance to, oh, it's a private business. Just like no, there was no private businesses in 2020 yeah. when they were all being forced to lock Whatever down under the threat down. of gun yep. and uh, lock and key and, and guns. But now they're right. all private businesses, and they can you know shoot you in the head and roll you up in a carpet and throw you into the freaking Noose River now. It just, <laughs> I, I, I'm well, telling you, man, I can't do it. It's the same line they use with the social media companies. Like right now, I yeah. saw a headline the other day. All the, the big tech companies were forming some type of coalition uh, database of potential uh, domestic terrorists or something. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm sure that was a totally private funded venture, and they're not going to share any information with the government because yeah, of private businesses. Yeah, Zuck, Zuckerberg actually gaslights as a CIA operative. Yeah. He's very worried about a domestic terrorism threat. You know, not the hyperinflation, not the absolute huge amount of refugees pouring over the border, which we do need to talk about the border on this podcast because I've got some, like, nuanced views about that. Like, I'm not even sure where I stand on, quote-unquote, illegal immigration. But it's obviously an issue when we have these huge government programs and our citizens are getting taxed. Uh, so greatly on their income, and we're having massive inflation. Let, let's close the borders down, guys. Like, let's figure out the problems we're having right now because we're quickly on track to becoming 1930s Weimar Republic Germany, in my opinion. And, and, and then I have people, like I said, people close to me who are about to lose their jobs based on a personal, educated decision, not people who believe that they're being tracked by a microchip. These people are college educated intellectual people who are hesitant about getting the vaccine and they are going to fire these people. I, I mean, I, I can't say enough about the absolute evil and the disregard and the sociopathic tendencies of, of the people in power and the little cogs that fall right in line. Anytime the people in power tell them to do anything, it's just like 95% of the population just has a deference to power. Yeah. 
but I it, it is it is something to get fired up about because where we live is healthcare is a huge industry, so we all know people that are dealing with this right now. Of course, um, I you know I'm not gonna you know name any names, obviously. Right. Yeah. But it, you know, uh, people who know us closely know who we're talking about, and and I actually recently had an, a family member who was given a severance package. So, you know, I. I just, uh, I can't say enough about, about how evil these people are and, and how much they disregard human life, human flourishing, and human experience. They could care less. They could care less about your health. You want to know why? Can I tell you why, Rock? Can I tell you why, Blake? I know they don't care about our health. Because they want to they want to make weed illegal and they want to make cigarettes quasi illegal. They want, they would love to make cigarettes illegal, but they won't say a word about Taco Bell, McDonald's, KFC, Chick-fil-A, and all these other Arby's, Hardee's, all these fast food restaurants that are, what we've seen is, is obese people are vastly more likely to die from the coronavirus than, than healthy young people. I, that, that is indisputable. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, we're not allowed to fat shame. Everybody's just got to go get the COVID nineteen vaccine, and, and and I think the fat shame. I'm, I'm not. I'm honestly not joking. If we fat shamed a little bit in this country, and, and you know, what I mean, if we encouraged healthy habits, and, and maybe stopped encouraging people to go get a, a freaking Big Mac every day after they get out of work in ten hours in a in a, a blue light in their little office in the back corner with no windows and they go stuff their mouth with a Big Mac and some French fries and a Dr. Pepper. Maybe if we discourage that in this country, maybe we'd have, you know, less COVID deaths, but that's not even, it's not even in the zeitgeist. It's not ever even considered. Nobody considers it over other than maybe Michelle Obama, the food tyrant, you know, I, I'm just kind of spitting stuff out. Right. I mean, you know, but you, you get my point though, right? Blake, like, like yeah. fat people are much more likely to die. And I'm sorry, you know, whatever. Fat, large people, obese people are much more likely to die from the coronavirus. These people take no personal responsibility at all. Yet they think they can tell you and I, and and rock what to do with our lives because they're fat. And I say no to that. I'm done with it. I'm gonna go back to living my life. I'm done with it. I'm not playing the game anymore. And I wish the right would say the same thing. But the right just wants to talk about Hunter Biden smoking crack. Oh yeah, he smokes crack. He's racist. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. People who smoke crack do crazy things. So you're going to find some crazy stuff on the crack addict's laptop. Imagine that. Now let's deal with the massive inflation. Let's deal with people being locked down again. Let's deal with people being fired. Let's deal with people's lives being ruined because it legitimately comes down to like, like the little cogs on the street who scream at you for not wearing a mask or tell you you're going to kill their grandma. They're just fat. They have no personal responsibility at all. They don't take vitamins. They don't do anything for their own personal health. Yet they think that you know, and, and it gives them some feeling of like power over another person. Like you have some, you have some cog who's worked at the post office making fifty-five thousand dollars a year. No, I'm sorry, better yet, my favorite, some cog who works at the DMV who's making fifty-five thousand dollars a year, screwing over his fellow citizens. And and the little bit of power that he gets in his life is to tell yeah. you to wear a mask because he's three hundred and seventy-five pounds and he's going to die from COVID if he gets it. I say no. I think. I think that point has been huge through this whole thing is people that are just low quality people, live miserable lives, never done anything important. All of a sudden they feel like they're, they're superheroes because they went outside and they wore their mask and they socially distanced and they yelled at somebody they got too close to them. And they don't want to give that up because they got to go back to their normal lives where they went out and worked and did normal things. 
normal unexceptional things because they have unexceptional lives. Well, you know, they're, they're afraid to go back to normal. Is what course, I'm getting. Yeah. At. yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. So like they're in superhero status, but you know the mecca for these people are Gleese Academy, obviously. But <laughs> if they don't make it there and and they get to serve and and the role. Now, honestly, people in the DMV screw over citizens much, much right more regularly than people in the police departments. And, and like, like you said, they, they, their life sucks. Their wife screams at them every day. Their kid's gay or whatever nowadays. Or, or they walk in and, and their son's wearing some feather earring making a TikTok with makeup on. And they come there and they get to scream at you for wearing a mask. They're going to love that. And, and like you said, these are just – they are – and the scariest person in the world is just a just a weak person who can project his strength via power on other people. And I think, which is virtually every politician and every DMV employee. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, I've got a personal vendetta against the DMV. <laughs> so if we get into that on the podcast, it might be a long one. So we'll get off of we that. We should have a podcast on state troopers, and uh, then Blake can express his uh, feelings. It's not every, honestly. It's not every state. It's just the, no. it's the system in general. It really. It's same with the DMV. I'm sure there's good people, yeah. but but retrospectively, look at what you do for a job. Yeah. I'm not even going to expound on that. Just look in the mirror. Think about what you do every day. I think day. we're getting a little bit off the topic. I don't care. No, no, we're we're talking. No, no, we're, no, we're, no. This is on topic. We're talking about people who are just. Unextraordinary. They've got no nothing going on in their lives. They've never done anything of importance. They work some cog job that anybody else can work. Literally, if they died tomorrow, their position would be filled. Their wife, like I said, hates them. Their little son's doing TikTok dances with makeup on, listening to James Charles every night on YouTube. And they come in and they get to scream at you for wearing a mask. And it's the highlight of their freaking year. And this yep. is important because yep. these people become tyrants. This is how Nazi yeah. Germany became Nazi Germany. I mean, I I, I, honestly, I'm glad you pointed yep. that out, Blake. The left has uh, done a very good job at taking people who, like you said tonight, like that don't necessarily fit into a group themselves and kind of wedging a group for them. I mean, you see it right now in the uh, homosexual and trans communities. Um, They've really expounded upon those communities, and it seems like people who maybe not even have uh, feelings towards other, like uh, the same sex, they, they just do it because they're they're kind of losers and they don't have any other friends so they're trying to find a group that they fit into and i think this covid situation is almost the same thing in a roundabout way that these people have found a niche of people who also um they they like the vaccine they love lockdowns and it's a group it, it literally is a separate group and there's enough people in there that makes them feel special whenever they go on facebook into their facebook group and complain and say like hey i saw a uh, somebody in Walmart today with their mask pulled down below their nose and I cussed him out over it. Yeah. I told him how my whole family was going to die if he didn't put it over his nose. That's and actually, then they go out there and they, they like a hundred likes on their posts. So they feel like they're a celebrity. And if anything ever changes, if masks go away at Walmart, then they lose that fame. Yeah. And I, I think that's yeah. extremely, uh, I think that's extremely dangerous because it leads to a uh, sense of fame whenever there's, there's actually nothing there. Well, you got, you got, you know, you got Nancy, she, her, obviously, going on Facebook and telling her Facebook friends that she wishes she could take uh, or, or, or burn the maskless people in Walmart at the stake. And then five minutes later, she's posting recipes for a blueberry cobbler. And it's like, 
It's like uh, that, that's what Facebook is. Like, <laughs> like Tim Dillon says, just people like people who are just low lives, good for nothing people who are not good to be with in public. They just they they're uneducated. They don't they don't read <laughs> they don't read books. They don't read articles. They read nothing. They get their news from people talking on a screen, and they go on Facebook and they scream into the void, as Tim Dillon says. And like I said, you know, Nancy, she, her. Is talking about dragging people to the guillotine over not wearing a mask, even though she has absolutely no clue about the science of COVID nineteen. I mean, absolutely, these people have no clue on the left about the science of the vaccines or the science of of the coronavirus transmissions, the coronavirus hospitalizations, coronavirus deaths. They have no clue at all. They follow Fauci on Twitter. They know exactly what they're talking about. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Doctor Science. Got his face on a T-shirt. I'm sorry. No, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not. He's not even a doctor. He, he Fauci is just synonymous with science now. If you just say science, it's Fauci. Fauci science. It's they're yep. interchangeable. They're ambiguous. Bill I mean, Nye. You know, no, no. He's taken Bill Nye's place. <laughs> he has. I mean, si- Fauci he really, really has become like a, a cult-like figure on the left, comparable to what Donald Trump is to the right. Not to the same extreme, but comparable. Would you agree with yeah. that, Blake? Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. And, and I, I just want to get back on. I, also, look up Dr. Fauci and, and HIV. Just, I'm not going to get into it. Look it up. But I'm just, I, I really want to touch on the fact that people who are listening to this that might agree with us, just stop playing the games. Just be done playing the games. Just say no. When somebody tells you you're going to kill their grandma, say okay. I know that that's a mean thing to do, but when like there's a 300-pounder screaming at you about their health and you're, you're you know disregarding their health, I mean, I, it's like you're living in an alternate reality. There's a, a literal walrus who's stuffing his mouth with curly fries from Arby's, screaming at you that you're endangering his health. And, and, and just say no. Stop playing the games. We're in an absolute circus, and the only thing that makes it go around is, is the people on the right who are, who are spinning the merry-go-round. Just say no. That, I mean, that's honestly all you have to do. Stop playing the games. Stop engaging in their conversations. Engage in other conversations. If people want to be masked Nazis around you or people want to force you to do things or force your kids or, or your friends or your mom or your dad to do things, don't hang out with them anymore. Those people are not good people. I, I, I mean, that's just kind of my message for tonight. I, 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 just to go back, you literally you have 350-pound people screaming at 150-pound guys that are 25 years old that say, you're endangering my health. And yet, these people haven't seen the the good side of a salad in 20 years. I just, I know I'm being kind of mean tonight, man, but I'm tired of people's lives being ruined. I, no, really I don't think am. that was mean. You know, I'm no. just like it's the truth too. It is indisputably yeah. the truth. Fat people die from COVID at a much higher rate. I'm not making. I'm fun pretty of sure it's the people. it's the highest comorbidity. Oh yes, by, no, no, by a long shot. Yeah, you can yeah. look it up on the CDC. By a long shot. It's indisputable. I mean, but but it's 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 not allowed to be talked about. It. I mean, I'll talk about it because this podcast isn't that big, which is getting bigger. Thank you for the people who are following. And if you're still listening, please know that I'm actually not a mean person, but I'm getting a little fired up. But you know, it, we're not allowed to talk about fat people being the issue and and why America has a, such a high coronavirus death rate or coronavirus hospitalization rate. But virtually every single person I know was obese that went to the hospital or died from COVID in my personal life. And I knew a few. And I'm not, obviously that's anecdotal evidence. I realize that. 
but the CDC has statistical evidence to prove this claim. Yet you have not heard one person make this claim on the corporate media, at the White House. Uh, you've heard no doctors make, make any remarks about obesity at all other than that it's a comorbidity. So, so instead of fixing that problem, we're just going to inflate everything, and then you're going to be resorted to eating hot fries and, or you know, you know, hot fries and drinking a Mountain Dew from the Dollar General. Now, it's just we're going off the rails, man. And yet, we want to fire people who have been, who are respected healthcare officials in our communities. We're going to fire these people for being hesitant to get the vaccine. Tell you, man, it pisses me off. I'm telling you, it does. I, I, this is getting to be. You know, I, I don't. I don't mean to rant, but this is important to me. Uh, Blake, you got anything to add to what I just said? No, I'm, I just want to stress again the crazy conspiracy series about the vaccines, the hardline stances. Like I saw people online that were pissed off because Ron DeSantis said something positive that the vaccines were saving elderly lives or something. He's not the guy to go after. Ron DeSantis has been good through COVID, or at least He's through most of COVID. Yeah. So, like you said, it's not helping the people that are actually doing their homework, that are actually having to face these mandates. You're not helping their cause. They're not helping their case. You're just giving them an easy uh, way to uh, put them into a basket, like you said. Yeah. A crazy basket. Basket of deplorables. Right. Just to invoke our great Madam President who actually won the election. Did you hear about that? You know, oh, But yeah. now you're a domestic terrorist for saying Donald Trump won the election. But for three yeah. years, the left said Hillary Clinton won the election, and 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 you were a hero. You, you know, you, you were fight, you were fighting the power. You were you were an anti-fascist. You know, the same kind of anti-fascist as was in France in in 1940s. I mean, you you were the same. You know, if you if you said that Hillary Clinton won the election. But yeah, it's a uh, basket of deplorables, man. They're creating a caste system. They're ruining people's lives at whim. They could care less. They could care less about any of us on the left and on the right. They could care less about any of us. And you yep. know what? I could care less about them. So stop playing their games, man. I, I, that's, the, that's the message I want to get across tonight. Stop playing the games. I, you know, I have no answer to businesses doing this because, I mean, technically it is legal for them to require the vaccine. But if enough people on the right stand up and push back against this, it's going to be completely, you know, uh, unincentivized for private businesses to do this and eventually it's just going to fade out but people on the right are just ponying up and going or you know get the vaccine if you want it but people on the right are, are not defending people's rights not to get the vaccine I, I guess that's a better way to put it and yeah. you know and, and that's bothersome but that's what the right does the right you know the, the left is speeding by in the left lane taking this country straight to hell and the right's going to speed limit I mean that's, that's the only difference yeah uh, you know, and, and and these people they won't stop playing the game because people on the right, I would say, even more so than people on the left, have a deference to power as much as they want to act like Samuel Adams every time a Democrat gets elected. You're not. Just, just going to point that out. If you're still listening to this, which I'm sure you're not, you're not. You're not a patriot. You're not a hero. You're a clown. Uh, to the people who are thin blue liners who want to throw people in prison for the rest of their lives for smoking a plant, you don't believe in freedom. You're not a patriot. Like, just please shut up. Like, I'm so tired of that. Too. So, so, you know, now every time I love it when they become the opposition party and they all turn into paleos, you know, paleocons, you know, obviously. And I, I love it after, after four years of being populist, quasi 
quasi-fascist liberal, uh, liberal, you know, American first groups. Now they're, now they're, uh, paleocon slash libertarian when Joe Biden gets elected. And I'm, and I'm tired of that too. And you know what? I'm going to point it out every time somebody acts like it. Uh, Rock, do you have anything to say? Uh, tonight about what I was just saying or anything else, I'm going to give you a chance to talk because I've been around a little bit. No, I mean, I, I think you covered it pretty well. Um, I share your sentiment on most everything uh, to deal with this subject. I mean, I just think it's extremely dangerous, the uh, never-ending cycle that we're fixing to put ourselves back through. You know, it's very concerning uh, that there's no finish line in sight. Um, but That's is it not fun? It. No. Are you having fun, Rock? <laughs> Are you having fun with it now? I mean, we got to see it's Donald Trump contest the 2020 election. We yeah, got to see people. We got look. We got to see people who wholeheartedly believe a person who goes by the name of Q on the internet <laughs> that Donald Trump was still the president <laughs> and Tom Hanks was being tortured in Gitmo. We got to see that. You know, I'm happy. We got to see we'll the CDC. The we got to see the CDC. Quite literally, contradict themselves every day for a year while Donald Trump listened to every word that Dr. Fauci said while trashing him every night at 5 o'clock at his White House press <laughs> briefing. Are you having fun, Rock? Are you having a good time? Because I am. I mean, you know, I've been a little negative this podcast, but I actually do have a good time watching all it. Because, like, I'm like a – I'm not an actual comedian, but, like, I'm a comic at heart. Like, I love, I love comedy. It's, to me, the most important thing. I just find comedy in anything. And – and I, I just I love how insane things have become. Like the, the world is just a void now. I, I honestly, there's no there's no rhyme or reason to a thing that happens in our society anymore. None. And like I said, the coronavirus has completely wiped out the landscape of American society as we knew it. So hold on, get ready. You know, just at this point, build build your family. You know, build your uh, you know build your family. Love your family, love your friends, and just get good friends because we're probably, like Rock just said, in for a bumpy ride in the next few years, maybe 10, 20 years. Blake, do you have a – I think we'll wrap it up, man. I'm going to say something bad if we don't. Blake, do, yeah, you, do you have anything to say before we get off? Yeah, I think we're good. Like like Rock said, without any type of finish line, the first go around the finish line was the supposed to be the vaccines. Uh, that ended up being a just a little reprieve. If they try to do this again without any type of, uh, like I said, finish line, it's, it's going to be rough. Oh, yeah, there's going to be some Molotov cocktails thrown once the right wakes up. But that's not going to happen because, like I said, they're driving the country to hell. Up. They're just doing the speed limit in the right lane. Like the yeah. good little boys they are so the police don't stop them. Well, it's like, the, not to get off topic or extend this, but the big infrastructure deal the Democrats wanted spend 3 or $4 trillion. Republican was like, no, we're not going to do that. And now all of a sudden, oh, it's okay. We'll spend, what is it, a trillion and a half dollars or something. Yeah. Well, it's, that's what I'm saying. It's always a reaction. What's the quote by Chomsky? Hey, let me read. I, on, I'm, not, I'm not trying to extend this. Uh, Chomsky had a really good quote about basically there being an allowable argument within the zeitgeist, and people just, they allow you to hotly debate that argument and nothing else. And that's basically what that is. It's the same thing as Republicans and Democrats debating whether income tax will be Thirty-nine percent or thirty-four percent. It's like no, stop stealing my money at gunpoint, please. Like that's all. Literally, all I ask. People call me an extremist. Please stop stealing my money at gunpoint and using it for the most ridiculous things that I could possibly ever think of. So they put a 
a, a list of names of the most ridiculous things that they could allocate funds to in the United States government. They close their eyes, and Fauci, which we've already seen his great pitching arm, throws a dart at one of them. I mean, that's basically what they do with our money. They steal it, and if you don't like income tax, you're an extremist, you're a domestic terrorist, or you're a crazy person. You know what? Call me a crazy person. I'm sure people will after they heard this podcast. Because, you know, like I said, I did not mean to rant, but Blake, you're spot on. I meant to bring up the the, the, the spending package they're trying to push through now. You know, yeah. Republican support and all. Yeah. I just, you know, I... Your income tax has even helped fund COVID, it seems like, since yeah. Fauci was sending the money over to the Wuhan lab. Well, yeah. But, you know, um, gain-of-function research is ex- extraordinarily important, which I'm not saying it's not. But let's can we, can we just have a, an adult conversation dealing in truth about gain-of-function research? Because it hasn't yeah. happened yet. And the only thing that happens if you do try to have that adult conversation, banned off Facebook just like that. You know, yeah. that's honestly what happened to people. If they even brought up the fact that Fauci was, was even in any way connected to the gain-of-function research, or better yet, for the first year of the coronavirus, if you even brought up that the, that the virus – which was being studied in the Wuhan lab and came yeah. out of Wuhan, China, came from the lab. You were banned off everything. Yeah, you were, you were labeled a conspiracy theory. Yeah, you're a racist because yeah, why not? Yeah. You're a xenophobe because why not? And you hate whatever term they have in the LGBTQ now, you know, whatever. You hate them too because, you know, you, 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 you diverted from the narrative. And then a year later, guess what happens? It's very, very likely that it came from the Wuhan lab. Imagine that. Uh, I'm sure if these people had the power, they'd have thrown people in cages for saying that. I mean, honestly, if we didn't have the First Amendment, the left would have honestly thrown people in cages for saying that the virus came out of the Wuhan lab. Yeah. I mean, I, and if it weren't, that's a hypothesis of mine. Yeah, and if it weren't for Rand Paul, he's disappointing at times, but he's been great on gil- grilling Fauci. Oh, on he's this. been, yeah, dude. I, I, I meant to bring. And that Fauci up. will just tell him he's lying, and the media will go right with it, but. It, it gets out to people. People see it. Well, yeah, he's been, he's yeah, been very Paul, good. He's a racist. Though. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. you know, we can't really trust anything he says. So, it's basically, we, we strike it from the uh, strike it from the uh, narrative like they do in court because Rand Paul asks questions. I mean, that's what happens. He'll, he'll grill Fauci, try to get him to expose something. Fauci will just say, well, Rand, you don't know what you're talking about. And all the news headlines the next morning are Fauci grill or Fauci slams Rand Paul yeah. he doesn't know what he's saying. Yeah, and the, or it's like... Uh, Telling, telling uh, Rand Paul he doesn't know what it's like to be a doctor, or he knows nothing yeah. about the medical yeah. profession. <laughs> Doctor like, Rand uh, Paul. Uh, Doctor Rand Paul, MD. You know, yeah. uh, you, you, but this is the thing. Like, it never makes it into the zeitgeist of the corporate press. They don't yeah. care, and Fox News sure doesn't care about Rand Paul unless they're helping him, or yeah. he's helping them. I'm sorry. So, you know, I, I agree with you. I'm been disappointed in Rand Paul. He's my favorite Republican to be honest. Well, I'm sorry, Thomas Massey's my favorite Republican, and then Rand Paul. But I've been very critical of him. He's definitely not his daddy, but he's done a great he's done a great job during COVID. But you know, I think we're gonna wrap this one up, man. It this one's been a little bumpy. I didn't, you know, I didn't, I honestly didn't want to come on here and rant like a like a crazy person. But they, you know, this is this is personal to me, and it's personal to a lot of people. And these people could care less about you. They could care less about your livelihood, and they could care less about your happiness. And and I just want you to remember that. And, and another thing I want you to take away is Fox News doesn't care about you either. Uh, but uh, I, th- I think we're going to get on out of here. You know, love your neighbor, love yourself. Like I tell you every time, you know, focus on your human flourishing around you and focus on your friends and family. 
I'll see you later, Blake. I'll see y'all guys later. Yep, see ya. See ya. We're standing.